another episode of The Adept is Ridiculous. My name is DK Diamantes, my host is Bricky, and he is going to be teaching us all about the most ridiculous shit from Warhammer 40k. But before we get started, if you enjoy today's podcast, head over to patreon.com slash adeptusridiculous and consider supporting the podcast. You will get access to our Discord, which now has the infamous Jagatai Keck emote, so definitely, you probably want to see that. Uh, it's got some real slick high fine art hd posters <coughs> and bloopers if they happen so again if you enjoy the podcast patreon.com slash adeptus ridiculous bricky merch and book club uh yes book club we are doing extra book club we are currently in the process of reading blood reaver part two of the night lords trilogy we'll be doing void stalker soon after that a lot of you have already read all three books because they are f- fucking great and they I are. do not blame you one bit. Uh, check that one out. We'll have that coming out soon. And for merch, we do have new merchandise in case you didn't check it. We have long sleeve maroon t-shirts of the mechanical, mechanical men. Men. Mechanical men. <laughs> um, men, mechanical men. <laughs> very, no, no logos present. Nope. Mm-mm. They're just and mechanical some, men doing mechanical things. And some wonderful binary on the bottom. And because of that, if you want to check that out over at Orchidate.com, go ahead and do so. And if you buy it and a one of the prior stuff, you get 10% off your order. So, with that, DK, my yes, dude, sir. my friend, mm-hmm. what is the faction that I always bitch the most about? Uh... I, I don't know what faction I hear you specifically bitching about the most. I know this is a segue into what we're doing, because Dean Kamen is great. Um, but y'all spoiled it for me last time. I, I know what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. I, I know that it's Craft World, but... <laughs> You're goddamn right it's Craft World. <laughs> when was the last time you complained about Craft World? Well, oh, that's true. You do, you do say that they really need an update, right? Like, they really, really badly, like, their models, their minis are, like, really old and outdated, and their codex, too? Uh, so, the tabletop portion are are pretty awful, not gonna lie. Um, <laughs> okay. yeah, so, uh, some of their models are old enough to drink, uh, <laughs> and, I, and I do not mean that in a joking manner. They are over 21 oh, no. years old. Oh, um, no. Their codex is, I, I mean, they're not, like... As bad as some armies right now, but they're they're like a I'd say like a bottom five. I don't know. People have started winning stuff by like mixing them with Harlequins, so I don't really know. They got some things that are okay. Um, I no, I don't like. Okay, so I don't like Craft Worlds for a couple uh, of reasons. Okay. Um, the first thing is that it's always fun when you got something you can kind of shit on. <laughs> so, you know, everyone everyone needs their rival. Everyone needs a villain. <laughs> And That's for, for me, <laughs> yeah, everyone needs the whipping voice. So for me, I was always like, fucking elves, stupid ass fucking elves. Well, it also helps that like uh, you can you can lump the Drakari in there. And I know the Drakari are a fucking nightmare for everyone on the tabletop right now. So, yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, I like Drakari a lot more than Craftworlds, even though they're overpowered at the moment. Um, because I think Drakari are just... Well, I like their I like their look, the pirate theme, all that kind of stuff, the skiffs. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Um, Craftworld Eldar, in the lore, they're kind of total pricks. 
I was trying to remember uh, the because because we did that sort of like um, the episode where we talked about like how they they made the Age of Strife because like, their excessive emotion and they just it, it it got worse and worse and they're the ones that were like um, hey this is all getting a little too extreme fuck this shit I'm out is that is that them. That is correct. That would be the okay. Craftworld Eldar, or the oh god, it's going to be hard to pronounce this. The <laughs> Os- Osiryani, uh, sure, uh, little Osiryati, uh, yeah, little Yadi, let's little go, uh, Osirshadi, uh, <laughs> little Osirshadi, little Yadi. Yeah, I don't. It's kind of hard to describe, but they're generally known as the Craftworld Eldar. Uh, okay. So basically, if we're going to get into it, because you know. Even though I, I may not like the Craft World Eldar very much, it's, mm-hmm. it's mainly just just because I'm like, eh, and I find it kind of dumb. It's okay. not necessarily like they're legitimately bad. There's nothing really wrong about them, in a sense. I, I just kind of fun to shit on them. So <laughs> They're the Whipping Boys. And they're the Whipping Boys. So, a little bit of a, <laughs> of a history refresher for you. Okay. So, uh, during Pearl Harbor... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> Wow, we're going way back. <laughs> Damn, dude. So way back. Way the way back machine. As we know, Eldar used to rule pretty much the whole galaxy. Right. Uh, they were created by the Old Ones as a tool to stop the horrifying Necron and Catan advance. Mm-hmm. And then it didn't work, but... <laughs> the Necrons were super damaged and wounded from their fight with the Catan, so they went to bed. And then the Eldar decided to rule the, the galaxy. Now, yep. the Eldar, for a long, long time, basically lived nigh-perfect lives. Um, they were all, all of them, were potent psychers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and all Eldar, even now, are still all psychers to an extent. Some Makes more sense. so than others, but... You know, that's just Eldar in general. They're all a yeah. bit psychery. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, even back then, before Slanesh, they were even not afraid of death. They would be reborn, like, peacefully after going through the Immaterium and dying. So they would die, be like, la-da-da-da-da, and then just kind of be reborn later. So even death wasn't that oh. frightening for them. And they lo- lived, like, long-ass lives, too. Damn. But, the, of course... old-school Eldar sounds great. Oh, it was it was the best. It was living the best life. Many lives, apparently, since you just get reborn, and it's like you live thousands of years, and it's like, boop, I'm back. Let's let's do it again. Let's go. I got more things to do. They yeah. they living that time was great, but uh, what what's the term? Um, like being sedentary or laziness breeds malice, or there, there's some phrase like that. Oh yeah, it's, it's sort of like um, uh, what is it? Idle hands do the devil's work, or something. Uh, idle hands are the devil's plaything. That's, uh, that, the that, one. that's one you. of them. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, so naturally they were like, "Oh, we're, everything's so easy. Life is so easy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna shank a guy in my street because it, I need to feel something, or I'm gonna, yep. I'm gonna stick it in your ass because I need to feel something." And then it became, "I'm gonna stick that knife in your ass." And then it became, "I'm gonna oh. stick, I'm gonna stick my ass in your knife." And and, ah. then, and then it, it just went like that for a good God knows how long, and then Slanesh <laughs> came around. Yeah. Oh man, lot of lot of lot of things going in in asses. I that's that's oof. that is a quick TLDR of how Slanesh was born. Yep. 
You know, you know how it is. You know they say every hole's a goal. <laughs> I I don't like that saying. <laughs> I do you, well, not the, like that saying at all. Well, that's nope. not really my problem, DK, because nope, in the that, terms of Eldar, <laughs> every hole's a goal. That's true for an Eldar, especially a dark Eldar. Yeah, I, I suppose that's that's yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so at the time, um, so at the time, of course, some of the Eldar, the Exodites, or not, well, I guess the Exodites were one of them, but um, also some of the craft world Eldar were like, yo, this is, this is bad. I don't like what's going on right now. This is, is bad. I don't like what we've become. I'm leaving. Goodbye. And oh, so they are bailed. they called the Exodites because they exited, they did an exodus from, uh, what's their original homeworld called that all this was happening on? Oh, they had like a million worlds. There's no, oh, okay. I, I'm sure they have some homeworld, but I don't know what it is. Okay. But they, they're Exodites because they, they, it was an exodus from all of the bad stuff. Well, Craftworld, Craftworld Eldar and also, uh, Exodites are two kind of separate groups. Oh, um, I, the the Craftworld Eldar are the Asuryani, you know, little they're little Yadi, and and little yeah. Yadi decided to make their way out to the far reaches of the galaxy and then create those Craftworlds and live in those Craftworlds far away from everything. Exodites are like the Amish. Uh oh, <laughs> I guess. Uh oh, I mean Wait, that's how. Go yeah. on. No, Go I was, on. I was just. Well, I was just saying that, that the Eldar Exodites are very similar to... Well, we, we read about them in the Infinite Divine. They were the ones in the dinosaurs. Oh! Those were ex. Oh, that's right! Those were Exodites! Yeah! That's right! You told me about that, and I was like, oh yeah, I didn't I didn't know what kind of Eldar those were that were riding on dinosaurs, because they didn't really specifically... Okay, cool. It's all, it's all coming together. Good, 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 good. I like it. Shy informs me that the original Eldar homeworlds were known as Crone Worlds, and they are all incredibly chaos-ridden because Slanesh. No shit. All, yeah. of the, all of their original homeworlds are really chaosy. You mean that place where they literally spawned a chaos god? All that's chaosy now? No. Dude, it's like it's like Cadia, man. <laughs> you know, it's just like, well, no way. <coughs> you know, I actually. I actually found something out that I, I wasn't aware of when I when we did the Cadian episode. You know the, the popular phrase, the planet broke before the guard did? Mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of more of a statement regarding, like, oh, my God, the, the guard are so, they're still fighting. Um, you know, like, uh, even though the planet's destroyed, the guard keep fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually not the case. The reason is oh. because apparently when the planet was fucked up, it, it broke into chunks. You know, because it, like, it, like, cracked. Yeah. Uh, on some of the parts of the planet, you could still see Laz fire. So, oh, wow. So as as the planet was, like, as the cracks were, like, drifting away from each other in space, <laughs> there were still guardsmen <laughs> shooting things. Wow. The planet really did break before the guard did. Yeah. It so that that's the fun bit. Damn. Uh, but the Eldar Exodites, they, I, I joke that they're the Amish because they do attempt to live in, like, a very low technology, very hard, like, wilderness worlds. That's the, their idea. They want to be, like, survivalists. That's their whole concept. Can you imagine being, like, a normal Eldar with, like, just 
high-tech everything everywhere, and then just <laughs> living in a forest riding on dinosaurs? That's you get a inv- big you transition. Get invaded. You get invaded by the Amish. The Amish yeah. are here. <laughs> the Amish. So after Slaneth <coughs> became, like, Kablooey, uh, there are technically six different types of Eldar currently. Uh, you have the Asuyani. You've got... Little I'm Yachty. Gonna, yep. I'm just going to call him Little Yachty from now on. Uh, I think you got Lil... actually a rapper. I think Little Yachty is actually like a legit-ass rapper. Which is, Lil... which is great. That's the email uh, you need to add, by the way. I don't, the, man, I don't know any of that stuff. I, wait, I, don't, wait, wait, know, wait. I don't know rap. Isn't there a guy named Little Dicky? Probably. Okay. I, I actually, I actually, at first, I wasn't honestly sure Shai, if there was actually... Well, anyway, they, they are the craft worlds, of course. They have all mm, the craft mm. worlds. Uh, then you have the Drakari. Then you have the Harlequins. Uh, then you have the Exodites. You have the Yunari, which are the ones that we talked about during the Gilliman revival. Mm-hmm. And then you also have the Corsairs. The Corsairs Ooh. are actually pretty neat. Um, I don't know if there's a lot about them, but they're basically people who got really sick of the confines of the craft worlds and then left mm-hmm. to go kind of raid and be pirates of their own light. But... But not Drukhari style, more so like noble nomads, I guess, is the way to oh, put okay. it. So they're not just out there looking to pillage and murder you and torture you. They're just they're just trying to they're just trying to make their way through the galaxy. I guess the best way to put it would be like unlike if you had like a dedicated military, like a U.S. Army, uh, mm-hmm. pirates are the are like actual pirates who go out and and steal your boats and stuff uh whereas maybe the corsairs are more like a like a private military or like a, like they're their own kind of group where they act on their own accordances oh, okay gotcha that that's that's a that's a an example but i'm not quite sure if it's particularly yeah. great yeah. but anyway the craft world are specifically the one we're talking about today uh the main thing about them is that they went out to go create these continent-sized starships known as craft worlds and these craft worlds are made out of i, I believe they're made out of wraith bone which What's is wraith bone is a very fancy pantsy fucking material that is basically a like psycho energy in crystal form whoa that sounds trippy yeah it's kind of difficult to explain um, it's mainly it's used in the in the construction of craft worlds. It's also used in those wraith constructs with the funny bowling ball heads. Oh, okay. They're, so they're right. they're so made they're of wraith them. bone constructs. So yeah, yeah. So a wraith, like a wraith guard, or often wraith constructs, are robotic style warriors crafted from that wraith bone, and they're powered from dead craft world Eldar spirits. Oh. Oh, the whole side thing because that, the Eldar yeah. have the ability to because they're all psychers, right? So mm-hmm. they actually have like like wraithbone weavers, almost like like a weaver of a tapestry. Mm-hmm. And they can use their their crazy psychic power to be able to craft. Oh, they're called they're called bone singers. Uh oh, because wraithbone, cool. of course. That's a great name. Bone singers. Oh, that's that's bone so cool. singers. And, and they can so literally cool. make, like, energy from the warp into solid crystalline matter. Whoa. That's very good. Because, I mean, you got, you've got you got a lot of raw material to work with. 
Uh, it does. It's also used whoa. as like a psychic conductor. And so it can act almost like like a wire, like like a network of wires that carry like electricity or something. Or it could also have things like generating psychic shields. You can kind of oh. mix and match it and mess with it because it is a psychic material. Damn. Also, I man, I I hate the way those lanky wraithbone construct look, but I don't know. I kind of like the craft world armor, which is weird because they're very similar. But I don't know something about the like elongated like blank helmet actually looks kind of dope on just like the regular ass troopers. And I feel a little well, well that's also that. that's <laughs> also like art art. Well, yeah, well that that oh, long that's helmet true. that's actually a wraith that's actually a wraith's concert. That's a wraith guard. Oh, um, okay. But I mean, sometimes the helmets are okay. It depends. I think the minis really don't do them justice. If you look at the art, it's a little bit better, but yeah. Eh. Um, but yeah, they're all created from this this like bone singing uh, concept, and so those giant giant craft worlds are all home to various craft world like subcultures, and they're different different types. Like the uh, there's the um, oh crap, I'm forgetting their names. Oathway, uh, Bialtan. There's the Alaytok, uh, same Han, same Han. Lots of strange names like that. Uh, yeah. Oh, some of them are, are neat. Alaytok are the ones that I've always hated the most because Alaytok are quite stealthy normally, and they are in the in the game. They were back in the day when they would make their flyers like unshootable, which was Oof. not fun. Yeah. Uh, if something is unshootable, yeah, that that sucks. That that sucks trying to fight that. Um, which ones were the? I don't remember if it was the Drakari or the regular Eldar that like they could literally like cloak themselves in like a different dimension before they took their shot. Is that Craftworld or is that Drakari or is that well, not even that's, Eldar? That's Necrons. Those are the Death Marks. Oh, you're right. That was Necron. I don't know why I thought that was uh, Eldar, but no, you're right. Yeah, it was the El it was the Necron. I mean, back in the day, I guess. Um, there's also Oathway. Oathway is probably one of the largest. I don't know if it's the largest, but it's one of the largest craft worlds currently. Um it was Oathway was caught in the in the pull of the Eye of Terror and oh. when it erupted huh. into being and now it Oathway kind of like orbits it. Oh. So, it orbits the Eye of Terror, so it's a constant in it's a constantly again fighting against chaos and demons and that stuff. Yeah. But often the the Eldar will have their own seers cuz they're all psychers, right? And so very often the Eldar will have their own seers that can kind of see the future and they can determine futures that come to pass and act on it. Um, there have been okay. times in which they're like, oh my God, this general of the Astra Militarum are going to, are going to go lead this great crusade for the emperor and he's going to fuck us up. We're going to go <laughs> to him first and stop him it from happening. So the what was it the Ulth whatever they they they're always circling the Eye of Terror. I, think, like I believe their craft orbit. world is like orbiting it. Okay. Did they do anything during the fall of Cadia? Because that was like right on the Eye of Terror's doorstep, right? Did they do anything during that, or were they not around anymore? Or I don't remember. That would make sense that they did. I thought that craft worlds helped out a little bit because they were like, oh my god. The, the chaos is destroying. Chaos. 
Yeah. I, I, I feel like they did. I can't give you 100%. I actually don't know no. if you're, the Yvrain from the Yanari is from Ulthway or not. I don't really remember Ooh, where she's that would from. That sense if she was. Yeah, because that, that would that would make a little bit more sense. I don't know where she came from. Oh, Shy has the thing for me. Abaddon's a spoiler, War Master of Chaos, launches the greatest <laughs> invasion of real space ever seen, known as the 13th Black Crusade. The Seer Council of Ulthway has waited long for this moment and hey. leads the Asuryani Craftworlds in a united war effort to contain the Chaos Army's footing from the Eye of Terror. Hey, there we go. Hey, that's what we needed to know. Thank you, Shy. They're excellent. You were right. You you put two and two together. Uh, yay. yay! We're doing we're doing problem solving. I'm yay. learning. We're asking the critical questions. The critical Lovely. questions. Yeah. Uh, but the craft worlds on their own right, like the the Ulthway have that like black armor, black and red, which looks really dope. Um, Ooh. but the craft worlds tend to. Remember how I said they were really weeby. So okay. they they have things like they have things like warlocks. Like they actually have a unit called a warlock. They have far seers and they have things called warp spiders. And warp spiders Whoa. are actually kind of kind of dope. Their uh, their models suck, but they look kind of they're kind of cool in the concept. They okay. kind of blink through the warp. They have like teleportation abilities <laughs> and stuff. It's pretty neat. Um, but they their main weapon fire shurikens. Oh, wow. What a bunch of weebs. Good God. You're right. <laughs> You're right. Jesus. They have shuriken I, I know, cannons. And I know a weeb pistols. when I smell one, and that's one. It's easy sure. to smell weebs from quite a distance. <laughs> but they also have a, a very like rigid code of honor and code of... of Kind of walking the path of the Asuyani because if they don't, little Yadi, because if they don't, <laughs> then they're gonna end up going into Slanesh and, and Slanesh wants everything in it. So, yeah, you know, they don't want that. Uh, they don't want to no. get, they don't want to get ass knifed. No, 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 Eldar wants to get sucked back into Slanesh. No, 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 no. So, because of that, the craft worlds tend to be kind of rigid and very like a strict code of honor, which. If you add the fact that a lot of their outfits, especially those farseers and stuff, kind of look mm -hmm. like they're wearing, maybe it's not quite a kimono, but something a little like that. Like their robes are very, are very like kind of Japanese centric. Yeah. Um, not only that, but their symbols as well. And then they fire shuriken weapons. <laughs> and then they have rigid codes of like Bushido. <laughs> And how to act, and, and and sex is bad. They still have to study the blade. <laughs> <laughs> they're the meme. They're they're, they're one hundred percent the meme. One of them went Gundam. One of them went the other way. <laughs> yeah, way the other way. Holy shit! I mean, considering I the, the fact that like, we're, we're Wraith Knight. Okay, listen. If if ooh, that you, one looks pretty cool though. In the yellow with like the uh, samurai um, flags on his back, he, he ah. all right. Eh, DK, tell me this doesn't look like an Ava. Ah, uh, that doesn't look like an Ava. Does it looks not? like a Gundam, not an Ava though. Oh, the, oh. the second one looks like an Ava though. The second okay. one looks very Ava-ish. Yeah. The first, the first one was one, artwork. Eh. The first one was artwork. The second one's the real model. So I'm yeah, guess we're we'll going. I guess one, we'll go the with real that. One, yeah, the real one I could definitely see uh, Ava. Yeah. Okay, so even more reasons. 
Those are wraith knights. They're actually like enormous, enormous wraith constructs. They're pretty. I think those, even though they they really ruined my day in seventh edition, I really <laughs> like the, the way they look. I like the way the last one, the one that's all red, looks. I don't love the red with the white helmet. I don't love that. Yeah, I'm not a big fan about that. They're all over the place because I think they're mentally all over the place. Well, uh, that's fair. Because Eldar, if we remember, their highs are insanely high and their lows are really low. Yeah. Because any kind of, you know, any small emotion is just amplified to such a great degree. Like, their sorrow is is traumatic Tremendous, to the extreme. Yeah. But at the same time, their highs, it's the reason they all started ass-knifing. <laughs> the ass-knifing. Oh, no. Please don't make fan art of that. Please, um, please, viewers. Someone, someone's gonna be like, gonna be like that guy that's like grabs your scrot and it's just like asses your knife or knifes oh. your ass. <laughs> Sorry, that's the wrong way. <laughs> oh, you better be careful. We're gonna ass that knife. Gonna, I'm gonna ass your knives. I'm gonna, I'm gonna knife that. Damn it! I fucked it up again. <laughs> the uh, it's a side note. Um, the Eldar, particularly, have a big network of gods. Very similarly oh. to how, well, I mean, there's just chaos gods and stuff like that in general. Yeah. But the Eldar have their own host of gods as well, which are especially the the little Yachty variants. They're very into clinging to their old folklore and traditions, and they have lots of songs and plays and dances from their old, right. old cycles that they'll perform on their craft worlds and such. And these Wasn't, characters... Um... Um, Yvrain had a had a thing with a god, right? Where like yeah. she a god possessed uh, her or something. Or... The I think I'm trying to remember if it was either the Yincarn or right. if it was if it was Yanid. Either it was the Yincarn, which is the avatar of Yanid, or vice versa. Yeah, I I, I vaguely remember us talking about. Uh, Yvrain and some sort of like Eldari god and like she was like possessed by it and it helped out with all the Gilliman stuff? Yeah, there it is. Uh, the new god is Yanid, which is the Eldar okay. god of death. Um, this is not from the old myth. This is supposed to be a bit like new. It was formed from the souls of the Eldar within the infinity circuits on the craft oh. worlds. And the okay. infinity circuits is basically a matrix in the craft world, which is composed of like Wraithborn. And the gotcha. souls of the craft world's dead reside inside of it to perform a conscious or to form a group consciousness, which create a well of psychic power and give advice for the living. And I think it's the cons the concept that they kept on like circling there, and then they created that new god, which is of the of Yanid. Because they, they keep them there so they don't go to get, Slanesh. Go to Slanesh and get knife assed. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, because obviously if you're in a craft world, you don't you wanna make sure that when you die, you go somewhere anywhere other than to Slanesh. So it makes sense that this infinity circuit would be a thing and hey, look, literally all these souls anywhere made of God. else. Literally, and it's like I'd prefer hell. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, some of these gods, there were actually quite a few of them. There were the gods, uh, well, so the original oldest and chief god was this man known as the Assyrian, Assyrian, 
uh, okay. which is the fe the Phoenix King, and that's Ooh. why they're called the the little Yachty, the Asriyan, the Asriyani, because they follow in his teachings. Oh, okay. That's why so, they got this rigid kind of thing to them. So if enough people die and go into this infinity circuit, you can just spawn gods? Theoretically? Oh, I don't know about that. I, I believe you need was came from that, possibly, but I'm not quite sure. You can just I don't believe it's oh, like a, okay. a Minecraft mob grinder where you can just keep <laughs> on spawning new gods. I was gonna say if that's the case, like man, they must really like it when a bunch of people die because it's like, hey guys, we're gonna become a god. Let's go. It's fucking, you know, everybody, yeah, anyway, make a little cult. Uh, besides Ashiyan, there is also his brother, which is named Cain, which is the uh, <laughs> the god of war and murder. Yeah, that one's not subtle at all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> little on the nose, but sure, okay, Cain. Okay, Cain. There's also Does he have Vol. a brother? <laughs> well, his brother is Ashiyan. <laughs> oh, that's right, yeah, that's they should have called his brother Abel. Damn. Yeah. Abel Yon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's also Vol, who is a smith god, and he's often uh, chained to his own anvil. It's kind of interesting. There's Isha, which is god of the harvest. Uh, there's also the youngest one, which is Lilith the Maiden, which is mistress of dreams and fortune. Um, oh. there, there's lots of these things like this. Uh, unfortunately... They all got knife-assed by Slanesh when she was birthed, and they were all basically stolen and decimated entirely. So, Osiryan oh. got knife-assed. They all got knife-assed, except for two. Oh, um, that's unfortunate. Cain made it out. Of course he did. <laughs> of all um, the people to make it out. Oh, of all people, Kane did make it out. He basically <sighs> fisted his way out of there. He was like, you're not taking me! And he just kind of, because he's the god of war, you know. He, so he just yeah, beat his yeah. way out. And then the other god that survived was the laughing god, known as uh, Kegarok, Chegarok, whatever. I don't know. No one knows how to pronounce uh, it. Uh, once um, you said laughing god, I was like, oh, it's Kegarath. We have a Kekarath emote. Yeah. Oh, we do have the Kekarath. You're right. Yeah. Even though we he's not two. really kecking, he's more lulling, but eh, it's still, it's a funny we, we have multiple kek emotes. Yeah, we do. Okay, so Jagatai Kek is definitely the superior one. Oh, absolutely. Jagatai Kek is the star of the show, for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, but the, but Kane actually occasionally does have, like, avatars made flesh. And so often he can, he's actually a, a usable model on the tabletop as the avatar of Kane. Oh shit! Uh, so he's their their. You know, he's called the bloody-handed god, which I gotta be honest, the bloody-handed god, Cain. Like that's not even trying at this <laughs> point. <laughs> We're just gonna rip this right from him. Apparently, Isha also survived, but she's currently being held as Nurgle in a in in a in a jar. No, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. That was such a genuine oh no from you. I, I mean, oh, I just being, like, oh no. Being kept in a jar by Nurgle as he tests his poisons. Oh, it's it's. Uh, and then that picture. She looks. She looks so. You know. She looks like a nice lady. And then there's just this big. Oh. That's so. That's so funny though. I'm just just like put in the jar. Oh God. Oh, just, no. just no immediate, just no immediately. 
Sure, there's a, if Nerve there's a is clip. keeping you in a jar, it's just... There's a, there's a clip from an old Jimmy Neutron episode where they had like a crossover between the Fairly Odd Parents, and mm-hmm. and and he had like I forgot who he had. I think it was like one of the Jimmy Neutron doctors, and and I think it was Carl's in a jar. And then he whispered to the Fairly God Parents, and they turned it into Jimmy's mom. Oh. And Jimmy's mom oh. was in the was in the jar. And I'm just like, I know it's funny uh. at the time, but now in 2021, it's a horror film. Oh yeah, that's that's really creepy. I think I've seen that. Uh, I saw that posted somewhere. <laughs> Thank you, Shy. Ah, oh, jeez. Oh, that's so, so. Oh, that's so bad. So anyway, uh, some of the survive. So there are some surviving gods. Cain and Kegarak are there. Uh, Isha will call her surviving very lightly. I bet she wish oh. she died. <laughs> <laughs> yep. There is also the, um, uh, what was it? Uh, there's also you need, of course, but that's the newest mm-hmm. one. Yeah, yeah. Um, this kind of goes into a little bit, speaking of getting getting knife-assed by Slanesh, there's also this we thing called Spirit... We about that, though. <laughs> we're, we're, well, the gods got knife-assed. Oh, yeah, they did, they did. You're right, you're right, you're right. Um, there's also this thing called the Spirit Stone. And the okay. Spirit Stone is a fancy little, they call it the Tear of Isha as well. Um, now this is a fancy pantsy gem, which normally is placed on a craft world's chest. And the idea is that whenever they die, their soul goes into this stone instead. instead of gotcha. So it's like a little mini conduit that they actually can go into until they are transported back to the craft world. At, I believe to be placed into the matrix, I think. Right. Um, well, that's a creepy picture. Holy shit. Yeah, that's a har- that's a Harlequin holding a spirit stone, and I, if I'm not mistaken, I don't know if Harlequins use spirit stones. They they might, but I thought they have their own shtick. Uh, and if that's the case, then a Harlequin has some bad, bad ideas of what he's gonna do with that stone. Yep, that doesn't look like one of yeah that that oh boy that's oh. Huh. That's that yeah. smile though. That's the smile of nightmares. Yeah, he looks like he's gonna eat that thing or something like. Oof. It is uh, it is either theorized or possibly tech. Ah, oh, here we go. A peculiar uh, peculiarity that sets the Harlequins apart from their craft world and Exodite kin is that they do not bear spirit stones. Normally, when an Eldari dies, their unprotected soul is devoured by Slanesh, unless they're preserved inside of these gems. However, the Harlequin possess a secret that allows them to escape it, and they are not willing to share. So I can confirm that that Eldar is looking at that spirit stone the same way that Carl Weezer is looking at Jimmy's mom in that goddamn jar. Oh, absolutely. Exact same. The the, the smile is actually very similar. This is a, this is a very similar... <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Uh, th- I, I bet you the blood on that Harlequin's blade is uh what that eldar used to be before it got soul stoned probably i mean kakarok yeah. is probably doing something to save their lives the harlequins that is um but uh, yeah. which is ironic because kakarok is just a total fucking enigma <laughs> wasn't but, kakarok the the kind of troll that's stealing from the cookie jar uh yes that would be that would be kakarok okay. that's correct just making sure I remember these gods right. Cool, cool, cool. You know, actually, speaking of, of some of the craft world stuff, I think there's a couple of the really interesting Eldar, like, units and weaponry that I think are kind of cool. 
Um, mm -hmm. For instance, when you look at their shuriken weapons, what they are is they fire, they use little gravity wells to fire thin disks of a single molecule thick at the enemy. Whoa. And these discs, they're so thin that they fire in bursts. And when they get to your body, they just like completely shred you up because they're like a molecule yeah. thick. Um, of course, we didn't mention this much, but they use the webway a lot, which was originally created by the old ones. Um, that has a great example of what it is. It exists between the material realm and the warp. And so it's like putting a rug over like a steaming shit. Where <laughs> where like the, you could still smell the shit, but you just it's it's you're protected sorta. Sorta, yeah. Yeah. Wow. A little bit sorta That's there. A... <sighs> okay. Okay. That's yeah. I mean the, one the warp way. is indeed a steaming shit. That's that's fair. Um, you don't you don't want to touch it. You don't want to. Mm -mm. Nope. There's some other kind of cool weapons. There's a thing called a vibro cannon, which generates a wave of sonic energy, uh, and is directed down a magnetized tunnel, which will literally Whoa. shake the target to pieces. Holy shit! I will be honest though, when you first said vibro cannon, I was like, what is that? A back massager or something? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> quote Death unquote. By <laughs> Death by a Mogus twerking. <laughs> yeah. uh, of course, they have hallucinogenic grenades, because of course they do. Why not? Um, sure. They have things called Death Spinners, which oh. are a which are a monofilament weapon, which utilize a liquid organopolymer to create monomolecular wire nets. And they are launched at the target which makes them incredibly hard to remove, and they are then used to cut through unprotected flesh. Oh. There, there is a, a Harlequin weapon that I know of that fires like a little a little beam or something, or like, like a little ball, and the moment mm -hmm. it enters your flesh, it opens up like a, a, like a fire hose that's been left unattended in tons of tiny little razor-sharp metal wires. And it opens oh. up and goes, and it turns your insides into soup. Oh my god! Whoa! The the Eldar have some very, very effective weaponry. Holy shit! The Eldar uh, are made of paper, but their guns are laughably powerful. Yeah, that's that's gross. Yeah, oh, there's gosh. there's there's D cannons. I I don't I remember D cannons. D cannons were were a very particular weapon. Uh, D cannon sounds like they're trying to uh, overcompensate for something. <laughs> this weapon uses a miniaturized warp drive to create a point where the immaterium is temporarily overlaid onto an area of real space. Oh, if the target no. <laughs> is not if the target is not swallowed by the warp rift. The gravitational forces involved in the opening maintain this overlay will literally rip the target apart. So so that's actually a little oh. different. So what I was thinking of was actually a weapon that enters the flesh and as like a little ball and then opens up like a bunch of little wires and shreds them like like a mulch, like a blender. Like like an actual like an actual physical thing. This is them literally oh. opening up a tiny pocket of warp and then you getting sucked in like a fucking drain. Like like a drain in the sink. That is awful. Holy shit. There is a oh lot of very, very bad Eldar weaponry. 
I'm assuming D cannon stands for drive cannon. I think it's the thing's doom cannon. Well, that's that's also a fair name for it. Um, look, even I've, if you like survive getting swallowed up by that thing, it's like great. Now I'm in the warp. <laughs> now, Ugh. now I'm in the warp. It's like, okay, you won't. You're not gonna get survive. You're not gonna survive that. I don't think unless you're Caldor <laughs> Drago. Well, yeah, fair. I guess you won't have time to be like, oh, great, I'm in the warp. It's like, nope. No, no goodbye. Sorry. <laughs> Aloha. There's a couple other interesting Eldar like units. Uh, Farseers are a pretty popular one. You probably will will know Farseers pretty often. They're like classic ass wizards. They fire mm -hmm. lightning from their hands and stuff. They they mess around with wraith bones. Sometimes they ride in on, on cool jet bikes, which are pretty cool. Um, they're they're your classic boys. The warlocks, as I mentioned before, they tend to help lead like uh, lead war horses, uh, war hosts. Excuse me. Um, they kind of have this thing where, uh, like, it's weird. Like, they have this idea where if their blood sings with the want to fight, they will accept a, a mask, the mask of the warlock. It's really, really weird. Um, there's Phoenix yeah. Lords, which are the well, some of the strongest warriors of the Eldar. Um, Phoenix Lords are pretty cool. Uh, that one we talked about earlier, Jane Czar was a Phoenix Lord. Um, they're kind of taking up like a mantle. Yes. Uh, Phoenix Lords, I, I remember because when I was first getting into Warhammer minis, um, one of the minis that Shy said I had to paint was a Phoenix Lord. It was like, uh, shit. Shy, what the fuck was that dude's name? It's like Mugen Ra or something or. Oh, the really edgy. Uh, isn't he a yeah, ranger? He's, he's like, a, he had a skull face. He had like a big scythe. Cannon. Yeah, yeah, that, that guy. Maugen Raw. Yes, he's was, a pretty popular close. character. Yeah, he's a badass it, too, from what I remember. Yeah, he's fucking cool. He's one of the few Eldar where I'm like, he's like the he's like the commander commander Farsight of the Eldar for me of the Craft Worlds. Nice. Where he's like, even I have to like him because he's just so dope. Right, but his mini is like super old and like resin, and I never bought it because it. Mm. We could probably do a whole episode on Malgan Roth and being totally honest. I'd be okay with that. Yeah, we, we probably should. That's that's a super dope guy. Mm. Or at least we should do one on Phoenix Lords in their own right. Because they're Sold. pretty they're pretty fancy. <laughs> Sold. You got it. Did you know they have cats? They have cats? Yeah. Grinix. Good, good for them. I, I I like cats. I have two cats. It's like a it's like a little lion. They 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 help amplify psychic powers. Good for good. What what good what good cats? What good companions? What if good I'm not mistaken, I think Yvrain has a cat. I think it's actually in her mall. Oh, she has a cat. Right, she does, doesn't she? Yeah, they got cats. For you know, they got cats. Aw, that uh, this is the only time I'm like, oh, I want to be an Eldar. I want a cute little psychic enhancing kit. Of course, you want to be an Eldar. You're a weeb. Oh, that too. Yeah, you're right. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so the so, uh, the the wraith knights, the big ones I mentioned earlier. Uh huh. Um, the those things are. It's kind of nuts what they what they are. They have these things called wraith cannons, which are a portable versions of D cannons. Oh no. <laughs> uh, which you know we know what D cannons do. <laughs> yes, we do. Uh, there's even the heavy wraith cannon because you know what if you need more oh. horror? <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, what if you need to send a tank into the into the warp, right? Come on. They've also got giant fuck-off swords, which actually look super cool. Oh my um, god, that's so anime. It is Shy has posted Whoa. them. They do look very anime. Yep. That's so anime. The glowing blue sword connecting with that big monster. That's come on. Someone's been watching too many uh too many kaiju movies. But I need to find actually there was a couple good uh, ah, there we go. Here's here's a wonderful quote about the Eldar. <clears throat> nice. Trust not in their appearance, for the Eldar are as utterly alien to good, honest men as the vile Tyranids and savage orcs. They are capricious and fickle, attacking, attacking without cause or warning. There is no understanding them, for there is nothing to understand, for they are a random force in the universe. Imperial Commander Abriel Hum. It's a very, it's a very imp guard commander statement. It's like, <laughs> yeah. they, don't, they don't make any sense and they never will. Fuck them. Don't trust them, just kill them. They don't make any ah, sense, fuck them. Here's a, a wonderful quote from an Eldar himself. Uh, Monkai, because you can't call them monkeys. Nope, that's, um, that's not PC. We do not fight for you or for your corpse, Emperor. We are allied here today because destiny has seen fit to bind our fates together. We do not relish that our futures are intertwined, but if you would live to see another day, then you will do as I say. Order your soldiers to cease firing their primitive artillery upon the ridgeline, for it is where the little Yachty warhost war will arrive. My kim will drive the tainted ones back towards your lines, where you would do well to be prepared. And please, above all else, stand downwind from me. <laughs> Biak Dare, Ranger of Alatog. It's like, by the way, you smell like shit. <laughs> I had better not smell you, otherwise. Mm. But yeah, I guess I mean, it makes, I guess, actually I guess makes last sense. cannons would be pretty primitive to the Eldar with all the shit they got. Mm. Oh yeah, I I mentioned this a bit ago, but it still is one of my favorite quotes I've seen on the internet, where it's like, uh, you know, isn't it is it interesting that the idea that Eldar believe that humans are basically just primitives, primitive creatures. Uh, and even even something as crazy as a space marine. It's like, yeah, but uh, you'd be just as scared of a space marine as an Eldar as you would be if a silverback gorilla blew through your wall wearing full plate <laughs> waving around a shotgun. It's true. Yeah, I'd be fucking That's, terrified. Uh, <laughs> absolutely horrified. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I go with that. Yeah, so Oof. the Eldar might see humans as primitives, but once the but space still. marine just blows through their wall and is like, <laughs> oh, yeah, and then rips your dude in half with his bare hands, you're like, oh, my God. Yeah, the, the, the space marines are still, uh, they might be primitive, but uh, primitive isn't always necessarily worse. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, yeah, they went too unprimitive and they they got knife fucked, knife assed, <laughs> whatever. Whatever, um, ass knife happened, it, whatever. Some combination of... Here's another quote from uh, from Armin of the Thousand Sons. Hey, my boy! Your boy. For the ancient Eldari, life was a cycle of birth, the fulfillment of desire, and a comfortable death, safe in the knowledge the soul would live again. The birth of their nemesis, the dark god Slanesh, shattered that cycle forever. Now these once great starfarers cower in the shadows, too afraid of their own lusts to embrace the full spectrum of sensation. It is a fate they justly deserve. 
In truth, there can be no escape from the doom they have brought upon themselves, not this side of the grave. Fate is a cruel mistress and not to be courted lightly. So in a sense, they're so scared of their own lusts that they actually, in a sense, when you really think about it, they don't want to go back into their old ways, the craft worlds. They are oh, literally yeah. rejecting sex and they are studying the blade. <laughs> yeah. God <Well>. damn it. <laughs> They are. And to be fair with their history, it's like, yeah, maybe we should cut back on the uh, degenerate stuff because it didn't work out so well for us before. You know, we, we, we birthed the Chaos God and it's just, mm, maybe, maybe, maybe we should stop. Maybe, 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 maybe no more. Yeah, maybe no more sexy times, you know. Yeah, yeah which is quite ironic because a lot of them are, are generally drawn as very attractive and... and <laughs> Tend to be drawn as hot elf women, and yeah. you know, there's that, and also I guess hot elf men because I think there are probably there's probably an audience for that too. Oh, I guarantee you there is. Oh, mm -hmm. good. I'm glad. I'm glad that I'm aware of this. Yeah, but I would be very surprised if there was only an audience for hot uh, uh, Eldari girlfriends. I would be and, very surprised if there wasn't husbando elves. And yet they insist that Gilliman is fucking your brain. They had one civil conversation thanking Yvrain for her services. That's it. Just very respectful of each other. But no, they're fucking. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. They're, they're fucking. Yep. yep totally. That's how, yep. that's how it be. Yep. <sighs> Makes sense to me. So, at the current moment, the Craftworld Eldar are mainly in a bit of a fight for survival. Um, okay. A lot. Some of them are heading towards the Inari side. It's like a splinter group. Because they're seeing the use of the power of you need in the cycle of death and rebirth. Natural. However, a lot of the craft worlds are generally doing their own MO. Normally with the use of Eldar Seers to allow them to see the future. And therefore, survive a possible outcome that could be problematic for them. Right. Uh, often they are very much, hey, we're, the Seers have told us that um, this... This this uh, gang of dudes uh, na named Abaddon is going to cause us problems. We're going <laughs> to try to stop them before it happens. Because if we don't, our craft world will be destroyed or something. Right, right. Um, so that that's kind of their major MO at the moment. Uh, the craft world Eldar are very m small in, in size. Uh, I think Drakari even more so and Harlequins even more so. Yeah. It's hard to tell fully. But they're very small in size. But they're incredibly good fighters. They just lack the numbers. And so they work heavily on hit and run tactics and shoot, move, move, shoot. Right. Very yeah, much yeah. that kind of thing. Um, obviously, they want to find a way to not get eaten by Slanesh. That's their that's their end goal. Primary goal. Don't get eaten by Slanesh, yeah. But it, it's particularly difficult. Um, they also do work with the Imperium the most out of any faction, any Xenos faction. Um, yeah, granted, yeah, I suppose they would, yeah. There aren't a whole lot of better Xenos factions to work with. Definitely not Orcs. Sure as no. shit, not Tyranids. No. Um, uh, Tau, the, a little. Yeah, I was going to say, do they ever work with... I, I don't think they work with the Tau, do they? Uh, very rarely, if ever. Yeah. Um, uh, I very know, I know there, there are several times where they, like, join forces with the Eldar for, like, a common uh, goal, but 
that's the only Xenos faction I've, uh, I think I've ever heard of that actually sides with the Imperium or allies with them or helps them out a little bit. Often the Eldar are like, we have seen the future and the only way we can stop this from killing all of us is to work with the humans. Yeah. Whereas the Tau don't see the future, so I think that they are probably less trusting. Yeah. Um, that being said, you should never trust an Eldar. The Eldar's <laughs> mind is as as confusing as anything. They are a a network of never-ending fuckery. An Eldar will probably never tell you what's actually on their mind, and you'll never find out anyway, even after they leave. Because they are just so fickle and sneaky. And they're liars to the 10th degree. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think I trust an Eldar. Yeah, I go yeah. with that. They seem like sneaky, conniving. Yeah. I mean, especially with their history. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of one of the reasons why I think they're assholes. Because <laughs> they are. I mean, I mean, they, they are. I mean, elves in media are generally described as pompous douchebags. And the Eldar true. are pompous douchebags, but they're also fighting for their fucking lives to not go <laughs> extinct. And so at least there's a little bit of understanding there. And one could argue they're less immoral than the Imperium. Because even though they're pompous douchebags, they're fighting for a pretty good reason. Yeah, and in, I mean, a, in a sense, survival. And in a sense, they've kind of backed off on the on the ass knifing. Because they're like, <laughs> look what's happened to us. They've legitimately kind of changed. Yeah. And they're attempting to save their species, which is a pretty noble act. Yeah. Uh, whereas the Imperium is... Is the Imperium? Yeah, the Imperium is just bad. They're, they're not. Oof. And and like the Necrons are are just like I want to rule the galaxy. Screw you. Though, I mean, to be fair, the reason that the Eldar are like doing this noble cause is because they had like a catastrophic near extinction level event. Like, the Imperium hasn't really had that, right? Like, the Imperium hasn't had an event where, like, oh, shit, we birthed the Chaos God, he ate, like, a majority of our people. The closest thing they have is the Horus Heresy or the Age of Strife. Probably the yes. Age of Strife. Yeah. But even so, no. yeah, they, they, don't, they haven't had quite the same situation. Yeah, they've had bad stuff, but they're not on the brink of extinction where they need to be like, oh, shit, maybe all of this Imperium shit is getting us in trouble. Well, it's interesting because Craftworld Eldar tend to be higher higher in numbers than Drukari, I believe. Uh, but oh, the difference okay. is that, like, almost all of the Drukari rest in Kamara. Oh, so if you could take Kamara, you could probably get rid of the Drukari. If the Imperium if you wanted, if they wanted, they could probably wipe out Kamara if they sent enough of their forces there, and they ganged up on the Drukari, they probably could wipe out Drukari as a race. The problem but, is, the moment they do that, everyone else is gonna be like, Terra's undefended, tee hee 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 hee. <laughs> I was gonna say, it would, and it would probably cause them such significant losses that, like, even if they got back to Terra, could they really defend it properly? It, it would, it would not so be worth forces. the... It would not effort, be worth yeah. the effort. Not in the yeah. slightest. Um, same thing with a towel. Anyway. Oh, yeah. It's a little bit of Craft World Eldar for you. Yeah. I am, I am not as, uh, as, as knowledgeable on them as I am with most. 
But with the exception of the first five minutes, I try to put away my bias and talk about the Eldar. Mm -hmm. um, they're mainly just awful to fight against. They're, they're, they're them as a race are kind of <laughs> fine. They're just a little confusing, and they're kind of all over the place when it comes to their like motives and morals. Between there's so much Eldar stuff. Like there's yeah. there's they're probably the most um, fleshed out faction besides maybe a little bit of chaos, I guess, because just like cast space marines of anything yeah um and it's but, so weird yeah. that they're the most fleshed out race in 40k and they have the most like antique models <laughs> they have 21 yeah. year old models that haven't been updated but their lore has been fleshed out like crazy yeah after so, imperium what's going course, on <laughs> but, yeah yeah like imperium are obviously big boy number one but the eldar are obviously the number one most uh prominent Xenos faction, right? Um, I mean, Drukari have good models, and and Harlequins have not many models, but they've got okay models. But yeah, some of the craft world ones are just like some of their vehicles are okay, but their infantry are just so bad, atrocious. Just oh my god! Um, <laughs> so uh, at this point, at this point, <laughs> at this point, everyone's like kind of waiting for the second wound for Chaos Space Marines for the Codexes, and then and then it's the mm -hmm. updated the Eldar. So we'll see how it turns out. Yeah. Until then, though, DK, do you have any questions before we sign out? Uh, nope. I, I've learned a great deal about the Craft World Eldar today. Mostly the, you know, a lot of, lot of ass-knifing. Um, and, <laughs> uh, they're big weebs. It's been a, it's been a pleasure. It's been great. Alright. Well, in that case, <laughs> uh, um, DK, where can they find you? DK Diamantes everywhere. Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, uh, Instagram is dumb. Yes. You can find me at Bricky everywhere. Bricky and all the places and all the other things that are Bricky based. And you can find Shy at Quite Shallow or Quite Shy. And uh, Shy does art streams on the weekends. Do make sure you check those out. What is all the other stuff that is Bricky related? <laughs> I would like Bricky on Twitter, Bricky on YouTube, Bricky on Twitch, Bricky on. Okay. Yeah, it's just that kind of thing. Like it's all, <laughs> okay. it's all bricky related. <laughs> it's all bricky related. Go to all the bricky related things. Go to yeah, yeah. Okay. Man, cool. fuck elves. <laughs> 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 <laughs>